0: Is Shane scrolling through an ex's Instagram feed the same as torturing yourself by rereading a letter from your former beloved as it would have been in the olden days?
1: Do we put? Up, does everybody put up real stuff on Instagram? So we're channeling what people are supposed to project out there, and I'm not sure it's very real portrayals.
0: Or will you ever be able to see a nipple on Instagram on <laughs> a, on top of a breast?
1: Technology and communication has really propelled these issues like gender and sexuality to the fore. And that's a really good thing.
0: And it wouldn't be a Monday. Well, sometimes it is. Every second Monday we do Let's Talk About Sex. Our resident sexologist and pleasure activist Tanya Coons joins us. Morning, Bridie. And what a pleasure it is to have you in the studio. Now, you heard it was our supporter drive. Yes. And you thought you would very kindly gener- uh, and generously donate a ticket to a course called Orgasmic Yoga, Breath and Erotic Pump.
1: Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about this? Okay, this is actually a workshop run by a colleague of mine. We're doing some workshops uh, on a Sunday at Studio Kink on Saturday, uh, sorry, Sunday, October 27. So she's running one called Orgasmic Yoga, which is all about using your breath as an erotic pump so being able to take yourself up and being able to take yourself down and being able to tap into your erotic energy and see how that flows in your body.
0: We've talked about orgasmic breath before Mm. on Let's Talk About Sex. So if you'd like to come along to orgasmic yoga breath as an erotic pump and learn how you can enhance your orgasms.
1: I'm saying, folks, this is a good price. I'm helping her. Otherwise, I'd be in that workshop participating because it's going to be a lovely experience.
0: You can get along. We're going to give out a ticket right now to the next Hooray. person to give us a call on 833 and sign up to support FBI Radio, the station that can, that can bring you this sort of uh, content on a Monday morning.
1: Absolutely. Who else can teach you how to dive into breath and orgasms? <laughs>
0: Who else? Give us a call right now, 833 sign up to win that ticket to the orgasmic Yoga, breath as an erotic pump. Now, if you've ever wondered what the future of sex and relationships looks like, that's what we're talking about today.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: Each week we want to dive into something sexy, something fun. And today, as we are looking into space and the (laughs) future, Uh, I wanted to ask you, Tanya, which areas we're sort of going into the future and which areas of sex and relationships we're moving into the past with?
1: Oh, that's such a big (laughs) question. So, yeah, what are we doing? Things, I think things that looking at the future, things that are concerning to me are the rise of conservatism around the world. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of... um, People shutting down messages around sex. Things like social media, not letting people talk about sex openly. I find it very hard to promote my workshops. Some of them get approved and some of them don't. Uh, And I'm a sex educator. I'm not out there soliciting sexual services or doing anything that go against Facebook's guidelines. But so basically if I want to promote something I have to complain to them about 5 times, which is a lot of energy.
0: Yes, the, uh, to get it up there. There's a band called Slutface uh, yeah. and they had to change the U to an O with a strike through it in order for Facebook to basically allow them to yeah. promote their own shows. So yeah, totally. It seems in some ways especially in the internet there is a bit of conservatism. Huge. But also
1: in the banking world, I'm finding. So banks are now shutting down accounts, uh, bank accounts of sex workers, um, which is, you know, that's an okay business and it's all right to run. You can have an accountant, you can get um, health insurance, you know, workers' comp. uh, It's all set up here and it's legal. So I don't understand why banks won't do that. And also adult Uh, shops, they're getting their bank accounts shut down because they're not in line with bank policy or philosophy. Can we name
0: and shame some of these big banks that are doing this sort of thing?
1: I've heard talk that um, NAB is one of the people doing that, but I think it's all of the bigger banks that that are doing this sort of thing. So that's really alarming.
0: That is so alarming. And then
1: then things like the foster-sester laws in the States um, mean that people who have done sex work in Australia or advertised on Backpage, which is now shut down, their names have been recorded, and if they want to go into the States, they'll be denied entry. And we are thinking of introducing those laws here in Australia. So I think we need to be really, really aware of and campaign our local ministers uh, to help us out with this sort of stuff because that's not where we want to be heading.
0: No. Do you think that this sort of censorship of sexual freedom, especially online, is something we're going to see more of as we move into the wards of the future or will you ever be able to see a nipple on Instagram (laughs) on on top of a breast?
1: You know, I really don't know if we're going to be able to do that. I think to be able to see nipples, it's like we're going to have to deal really well with um, differences in sexism because why can we see male nipples and not Female nipples, I don't understand that. Bodies are bodies. So there's, there's a lot at play in, in that about how bodies are oppressed, how certain people are oppressed, how certain things are okay and certain not. I think we're asking for a lot of change and people are aware and growing, but also this groundswell of conservatism is really worrying because we fought very hard to be able to talk about these things and have these messages out in public. And now they're being shut down again. These things were very hard fought for in the 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s. And now people are shutting them off. And I'm a little bit surprised about that.
0: Well, FBI Radio is one of the antidotes and one of the organisations that wants to fight back and make sex conversation a part of the bigger picture of conversations in Sydney. So we need your help to keep this happening. You can call and sign up to help FBI continue to go boldly where no station has gone before. (laughs) And don't forget the next person to give us a call and sign up is going to win a ticket too
1: orgasmic yoga using breath as an erotic pump
0: now that's a value of $65 to get along to that course mm. but you can head along for free on us just by giving us a call and supporting the station that supports sex as conversation
1: yes
0: FBI the number is 833 sign up and help us go boldly where no station has gone before Tanya let's go to a song this is I Googled You by Amanda Palmer your supporter drive request for yes. today yes
1: I get to ask for one. Hooray.
0: <laughs> You're an FBI 94.5. Keep those calls coming in.
1: I Google you. Google
0: you. I Google you, uh, Amanda Palmer and Neil Gaiman on the p- uh, piano there. Tanya Kuhn's request, our sexologist here on Let's Talk About Sex, and we're looking at the future of sex today on mornings the reason we can do so is because we're an independent radio station and if you want to take one small step for you and one giant leap for Sydney you can give us a call now and become an FBI radio supporter to make sure we can keep pushing the conversation of sex and sexual freedom and spreading the good word and pleasure activism as you like to call it Tanya yes now is the internet shaping the way that we perceive our relationships and heartbreak And is shame-scrolling through an ex's Instagram feed the same as torturing yourself by rereading a letter from your former beloved as it would have been in the olden days? Yes.
1: Well, that's exactly why I chose that song. I think it really shows how easy the internet makes it to obsess over people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do that on a crush and you can do that on a past love. It's all there for you to snoop upon, Mm. right? So I think, uh, and I I get so many clients coming to me saying they can't stop getting upset at seeing things that their exes are now doing and posting on social media. Um, It's like a train wreck that they can't disengage from. And it's like, yeah, you know, I really advocate if you're splitting up with somebody, blocking them on social media because it's not going to help you or your heart having a look at what they're doing. And even if you want to stay friends, have a little break from each other so you can get used to the new norm.
0: Yeah, I guess this new technology we've heard a lot about in Let's Talk About Sex, how it's changing the way that we cheat Yes. The way that we value ourselves sexually and and yeah. our body image. And I guess we were talking about awkward crushes last fortnight, <laughs> having so much access to somebody's profiles and pictures and what they're up to right now with their... Yeah, and is story. that real?
1: As well, like, do we put – does everybody put up real stuff on Instagram? Like, are they putting up photos of their face when they're really hungover or are they doing duck face selfies before they go to the party, you know? It's So it's a very smoke and mirrors kind of world. Um, and I've noticed – I've noticed with people that I follow, if people put up a whingy sort of like, you know, I'm having a bad day, they get a couple of likes. But if they put up something about, look at me, I'm in love, or something like that, they get lots of likes. So we're kind of – Channeling what people are supposed to project out there, and I'm not sure it's very real portrayals. And then, so it's like having crushes on celebrities, I think, except now we're all becoming celebrities in our own little Instagram worlds.
0: Mm. Now, talking about the future of sexuality, I want to ask you about the way that sexuality and gender are becoming more fluid in 2019. In the last few years alone, we've seen. Well, even my grandma now can tell the difference between sex and gender, and that's a big step oh, for her. She's that's very amazing. Concerned. Woman. Yeah, uh, I have a cousin who has recently transitioned and it's been yeah. a big step for our family, but like everyone's getting across it now. Yeah. So do you think that the way we define ourselves through sex and gender is going to keep pushing forward into a more fluid, more, I guess, kind of unified state of human being rather than you're yeah. this gender and you like that gender and you...
1: Yeah, I really hope so. I think that technology and communication has really propelled these issues like gender and sexuality to the fore, and that's a really good thing. Uh, Personally, I don't think a binary gender system system is good. I think it's limited and I think it feeds into patriarchal views and that in turn creates hierarchies and privileges and oppressions. So that's not a great thing. I think that people should be allowed to be who they are and express themselves in any way that they want as long as it's not harming other people. And harm is open to wide interpretation. So I'm meaning here physical harm and things that are against the law like hate speech. But someone just affirmed their gender, that's not harmful, you know. I always remind people that offence is taken, not given, right. So we we should be safe and free to express what we want, want to be. It's really great, I think, that people are changing, but I think there are people who grew up with a very, very binary system and how this is how guys should be and this is how girls should be and they really can't see... That the harm in that and the harm in pushing people into certain roles. From, from, we push children into roles from a very young age. So I think as the dinosaurs are dying out, then um, more and more people are sort of coming across this going, actually, this isn't a bad thing. It allows people to be exactly who they are.
0: And we're all about that here on Mornings for Let's yes. Talk About Sex. We love uh, pushing the norms away, talking about the taboo topics. and New take, ideas. New ideas. And also taking an angle that isn't cisgendered and heterosexual focused. Yeah. And if you love that we're having these conversations on air and that you can tune into a radio station that's not afraid to talk about stuff that some people find a little bit too you know, challenging, challenging, I think we
1: want to take all the angles. Every angle is important.
0: We want to talk about what matters to you. And if you want to support the station that brings you this, you know what to do. Give us a call. Our phone room volunteers are ready and waiting to hear from you. And you only have uh, 15 minutes left to get in the draw for the Dylan Moran double pass at the Sydney Opera House. So if you want to win that one, give us a call right now. 833 Tanya, is there anything you're particularly excited for with the future of sex?
1: Oh, that's a big question too. (laughs) I think some of the stuff we've been talking about, about opening up for gender, uh, like looking at different conversations, uh, and I think... Uh, we've got we've got much greater access to resources if you want to learn something you can it's out there you can just you can actually google it and find a lot of things out there are a lot of people out there giving classes doing things like the workshops that we were talking about Um, there's a lot more available to you than just what you get at school which is basically how to make a baby how not to make a baby and how not to get a disease nowadays if you're into it you can find it you know there's a lot of stuff out there um And I think that's a good thing. We have to be really careful then of the... The censorship of that but there's plenty of information out there if you want to find it which is
0: great. In some ways I mean with flume uh, eating arse on stage it seems like people are kind of really loosening up their values a lot and if you think back to just the 70s people thought anal was totally gross, giving head was sort of like considered quite taboo.
1: Yeah in the 70s yeah people were really grossed out by oral sex right and today it's on everyone's checklist. Yeah. Right so I'm really wondering, I don't know what it's going to be like in the future, what people are going to want. I'm interested in sex tech and what's going to happen there and the combination of technology and sex, but I am I have no idea where that's going to go.
0: We do have an expert coming in next fortnight to talk about sex tech.
1: Yes, yes, we're going to confirm that. But I think, yes, sir. Yes, we'll get that in. And I think it's a really good topic to talk about.
0: We're pushing into the future here on Let's Talk About Sex. Now, Tanya, you've generously donated a couple of prizes to anyone who wants to sign up Yes. right now on eight double three double two nine four five, Tell us a little bit about the prizes that you've brought in for us.
1: So we've heard about one, the workshop on orgasmic yoga. There's another workshop, the one that I'm giving, which is a sexual communication skill and all about what could make this even better.
0: Now, I've heard you say that on the show before. What yes. could make this even better? That's
1: my catch cry. What does, that mean?
0: <laughs> what does it mean? Explain it to us. It's,
1: basic, well, it, well, it's basically a way of teaching consent in a way that makes uh, sex and interactions a lot more sexy so we're going to teach people what it's like to create a safe container uh, so I think every time we go to have sex or be intimate with someone it's different we don't know what's happening today we don't know how our body's feeling what's happened whether they've had a good day or a bad day have we been to the hairdresser do we not want our hair messed up are there parts of our bodies working how we're feeling do we want a long slow languorous experience or just a quick one so setting a container is just quick negotiation on hey what, what's on offer now And teaching people how to do that and how they can say yes and say no. So by creating safety, we're then exponentially increasing the potential for pleasure. Because once we don't have to think about things in our head, we're open to experiencing a lot more pleasure in our bodies.
0: How does that sound? Would you be into that? Mm. Would you like to win a ticket to go along to the Sexual Communication Skills Prize? I think you would.
1: Yes. You you know you want to do it. You know you want it.
0: (laughs) Why not give us a call right now? 833-222-945. If you've been thinking about it, tossing up, signing up to become a supporter on FBI, now is your chance because you'll have your choice of the sexual communication skills workshop you just heard about or the orgasmic yoga workshop we mentioned earlier in the show. You can choose either one. The phone room volunteers are there to take your call and hear what is going to make you
1: Feel good? Yeah, do come along. Don't be afraid. These are all clothes on workshops. Um, I've run the sexual communications one before and it was a beautiful, beautiful experience and I've been invited back to Studio Kink to run it again.
0: Maybe you can send your partner along if they need a little bit of a <laughs> brush up or maybe you're just a sex enthusiast who wants to be the yeah. best you can possibly be. All go, yeah. go together. Yeah. All go together. Yeah. Give us a call, 833 sign up and become an FBI radio supporter. Help us boldly go where no station has gone before. Tanya Koons, thank you so much for joining me on Mornings.
1: My pleasure.